This week on Melanated Conversations, we amplify the voice of the queen of pens, Keisha Johnson. Keisha is a certified project management professional and business operations consultant that trains entrepreneurs on how to leverage Pinterest as a powerful marketing tool for their businesses. She's also the founder and creator of the popular blog, My Mission to Escape, that provides motivational content to working women managing through job burnout through the pursuit of flexible job options, as well as exploration of entrepreneurship. On today's conversation, we open up with self-care check-in and Keisha takes us along her journey of entrepreneurship and she shares how we can win through the power of the pen. So tune in with us today as we discuss with our friend, Miss Keisha Johnson. Welcome to Melanated Conversations, our narrative and our perspective. Here on the podcast, we are amplifying the voices of Black women and sharing their powerful stories of transformation. I'm Tyrion. And I'm Yana. Let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Melanated Conversations. I am your co-host, Tyrion. And I'm your co-host, Yana. Yes. Um, And once again, welcome back, ladies and our few good gentlemen. We're so excited to be back with y'all again today. We've got a special guest with us, Miss Keisha Johnson. Give it up, Keisha. Welcome, Keisha. Yes. I got to clap for myself. Yes, I am here. Give it up for you. Yeah, I made it to Melanated Conversations. I am yes. so excited to be speaking with you all today. Well, Long time you. listener, first time guest appearance. Yes. Come on, give yourself an intro then. <laughs> we are so happy to have you here. I love, love, love your energy already. Oh, this is going to be a great show. We get to talk about your business ventures and all the wonderful things that you've got going on. But before we do that, I'm going to throw it over to Yana real quick. Yeah, so as you know how we do things on the show, Miss Keisha Johnson, you are, you are an avid listener, so you already know how this works. I, am. I know what's about to happen. What's about to happen? <laughs> She thinks she knows what's going on. Oh, wait a minute. Y'all no, might have changed it up on me. So let me no. let me act like I don't know what's getting ready. No, let, let, let Keisha intro. No, no, I feel like the next segment. I feel like I'm walking into something right now. No, you know what the you know what the next segment is. How we well, things y'all up. call it rapid fire. Pew, 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 pew. pew. I call it rambling fire. <laughs> Oh, oh, she got jokes today. Because this segment, y'all, now y'all know good well, there's nothing rapid about this segment. I love the segment. That's why I'm laughing with y'all. But y'all know these are supposed to be rapid questions and rapid answers, but they turn into a whole nother melanated conversation by itself. So that's why I'm laughing. Like, this is not going to be rapid. (laughs) It'd be your own guess. It'd be your own guess. But I say that in love. No, it's fun. It's just, it's not a rapid fight. Well, Keisha, we're so glad that you gave us that feedback. And you know, we listen to our listeners. No, this is good feedback, though. We listen to your listeners, and we are here to aim and deliver. So we're going to switch things up a little bit today. Uh Uh-oh, now see, I'm able. Amen. I don't know what (laughs) That was supposed to be like a rewind clip. Uh-oh. I was with you. I was with you. 
So today we are introducing our first ever, since we are all in oh. quarantine right now. Oh Lord, you are changing up the segment. We right. are doing something that we call the five senses of self-care. The five senses like of self-care. <laughs> yes. Um, I actually got this idea. I can't remember. I was, you know, we've been Instagram live and all the time. Everybody on the party or something right now. Or we got or we're going live with a friend, which I, I'm enjoying. And I heard somebody do this, um, the five care senses or self-care senses. I was like, Terry, let's just throw that in real quick. You know, we all in this quarantine. Let's check in on one another. So y'all really want to say, oh, we're going to do this with Keisha first. That's what you said. No, that ain't what we said. No. But since you since you, <laughs> since you had some nice feedback for us, we wanted to make That's sure that we, 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 we switch it up a little See, bit. See, I knew that was going to be a trick. This was a trick. I was here. I was being part of the audience, kicking along with y'all on the rambling fire. I mean, the rapid fire segment. <laughs> and now you go switch. I don't know how your listeners gonna feel about this change up. In, in no, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Okay, well, and actually, okay, we'll Tyrion, I think you're gonna throw the first one, and I'll answer first, so you can get a a, a, a idea of how this will flow. I Is like right? it. All right. Good? All right. So the first sense, taste. So. What does your sense of taste look like when it comes to self-care? Oh, self-care tastes like a warm cupcake, freshly Mm. baked out the oven, sweet and moist. Okay. But not too sweet. (laughs) Not too sweet. Okay. Okay. Keisha, I'm going to let you keep thinking. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and answer this. So taste, I mean, what is it? Self-care. Taste. Taste like a nice batch of fresh popcorn that's been popped on the stove. Oh, you went school me? Yes. Oh, yes. You know what? Bad popcorn just does not really do it for me anymore. No, oh, with you. We've been raised up on, we were raised on the, the popcorn on the stove. Exactly. I didn't have the kids hooked. They don't want the popcorn and the thing no more. Please. Mm. So that's what self-care tastes like for me. I Keisha, should know the answer self- for this for Keisha. This but, segment um, is making me hungry. This <laughs> Keisha, what does self-care taste like to you? You know, I would say at this very moment, self-care uh, in the form of taste would um taste like ooh the Godiva chocolate cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory, which I've not had in so long, and just the richness <sighs> that wow. that, so, that right there would be self care. The the taste of self care to me. That's real specific. So this is side note y'all i know we we ain't gonna get through this segment rapidly so hang on tight well it's not called a rapid fire segment so we can really take it well i just want to give the the listeners a little sidebar here about keisha and i so we are in the same kind of business circle business coaching circle together so i know a lot about keisha as it is already i just knew you was about to say chick-fil-a what happened? Was what? I was, but I said I'm gonna switch it up because I was gonna say the number five. No, <laughs> she knows. I was gonna name. I said no. I said right now. Okay, so y'all listen. I love. Okay, I know Chick Fil A has its problematic uh, issues from you know up top, but I can separate that right now from the food <laughs> and the people that work there that work so hard. I'm there yeah. for them. So every, I love. 
that that's like one of my vices is, is Chick-fil-A. I love the chick the nuggets, the waffle fries, the lemonade, the chocolate chunk cookie. You see what I'm saying? I I yes. So I have not had Chick-fil-A in quite a while. And uh being in this quarantine, ooh, it has taken its toll. So I've had to learn to just kind of breathe through it and, and just just reminisce on the good times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you, Keisha. I actually love Chick-fil-A, too. Uh, are you a Chick-fil-A sauce girl or are you a Polynesian? Now, see, that's the thing. I'm not even into the sauces like that. Um, I'm real just plain. Like, I can do just honey mustard or ketchup. I don't even really explore the sauces. But, you know, oh. shout out to all of you all who would like to play around with it. I know what I like. <laughs> okay. And I, get, I just get what I like. And, and you know, I just stick with the basis because it doesn't really matter. It's I know it's going to be good. So I'll try every now and then, but I usually just stick with my basic honey mustard um, or ketchup um, when I get my uh, Chick-fil-A. But yeah, I almost said, Yana, I almost said it, but I said, no, I know that's what she's expecting. I'm not going <laughs> to Fair enough. No, Fair that's enough. good. That's good. <laughs> okay, let's, let's just go ahead and go to the next one. I'll, I'll be delivering nuggets probably throughout this this episode um, to our listeners because Keisha and I have, our friendship has definitely evolved over these few months of knowing each other. So she's like the homie on the show. Well, thank you. I'm so touched. Oh, <laughs> thank you, girl. Okay. So what does self-care smell like to you? Am I answering this first? No, Keisha got Keisha. it. She got okay. to feel how we're here. Mm, what does it smell like? Ooh, now see, right now I would say self-care smells like freshly just out the batch honey buns. Mm. Now I wow. haven't had, I know this, shout out to all the diabetics. Um, I'm trying not to get diabetes, but just <laughs> let me just live my truth in this segment and everything probably going to end up being something sweet. <laughs> But I have not had a honey bun. Oh, my gosh. That used to be like one of my favorite desserts as a child, um, because where I grew up, there was a bakery. And oh, my gosh, you could just smell the bread. And, you know, but I really loved honey buns and I would put it in the microwave and warm it up just a little bit. And just the smell of just all that, that whole family, the bread, just <laughs> This Everybody is probably me and Keisha vibe, y'all. Oh, we both Torian, so we are. I told y'all we some ultimate foodies. This is this is prime <laughs> example number one. Because I was like, oh, she gonna give us a sit. She was like, food again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Torian, what's about you? Um, self care smells like I. I can't pick a specific scent, but I but a, any Bath and Body Works candle I'm here for. We usually, you know, we'll keep our we'll make our the ones we have sitting out in the house. They tend to be seasonal, mm-hmm. right? So we're kind of we're transitioning into some summery scents. Some I think uh, there's like a strawberry lemonade one or something. That one smells delicious. Y'all yeah, do like, be Bath and Body Worked up up in that house. We I really like, do with the, between you them and the wallflowers. <laughs> Stop playing with us, okay? Strawberry so, yeah. lemonade candle. Ooh, I, bet I think it's strawberry so lemonade. It's either, it's either strawberry lemonade or like watermelon lemonade. It's something lemonade. I can't mm-hmm. remember, but it smells really good. Um, and then there's a bun cake. All of them smell good to me, but and there's a but there's a bun cake one that smells really good too. That's what it smells like. That's what's up. Ooh, nice. Well, for me, self care as of lately. 
smells like lavender essential uh. oil. Let me tell you why. A good friend of mine, Danita, put me on game on this tip. You put a little drop of the essential oil on your bra strap. And when uh. you need to relax, you breathe it in and you can smell the lavender. It's really common. Because this is right there. Yes. Oh. You put a little drop or two on your bra strap. Now, I know we at home and we might not be wearing bras. I was about to but say, uh, yeah. Yeah, that is that work right now? <laughs> <laughs> How exactly does that work? If you're loosely hanging, you can put that some on your shirt. not having to wear the bra in the first place. You can put it on. You can, during the quarantine. Depending, <laughs> on, depending on what kind of shirt you got on, um, you may can put it on like a drop on your shirt or something, like around mm-hmm. your collar. Yeah, but, makes sense. I like that. But yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Okay, let's move on to the next. Keisha. Yes. What does self-care feel like for you? Ooh. Or to you? I would say self-care feels like the water at the beach going in between my toes and the sand, just getting all over my legs. Just, yeah, that's what I would say right now. Self-care would feel like just really being on the beach and and feeling the, the waves of the water hitting me and, and enjoying the sand. Take us there. Paint the picture. That's where I want to be, but we can't go nowhere. So we got to really be creative and <laughs> imagine. Right. <laughs> All right, Yana. I'm about to take it old school. I don't even do oh. this no more, but just the nostalgia of it and the warmth of the love that it came from is getting my scalp greased by my granny. Oh. Self care <laughs> feels like the part in my hair is, and rubbing her fingers one. down my scalp. Yeah, or you getting your hair washed and or that good wash and it feeling yeah. in your scalp. Uh, yes, mm. Alexa, play Mario. Come braid my hair. Get me, get come and braid. braid That's a good one. Hair. Okay, <laughs> Mario. Look how you turn. Um, self-care for me at this moment, I really almost all the time, but right now really, really feels like, you know, being able to escape, gotten into that garage and, um, get a good workout in, sweat, release some endorphins, and then I'm good to go. Because when I don't get that opportunity, I am not the best person. So that's a, a huge release for me right now. So definitely get some work, get the workout in. And if I didn't sweat, then I didn't work out, so. That's, that's that's my motto. Okay, okay. <laughs> I need some of that feeling over here. I'm I starting to get. I'm starting to get that feeling. Come you on, know, you had me TikToking today. So. I see, got you moving. I got you moving. She got me moving, y'all. Yeah, you found me. the blessing in your TikTok. That's the blessing in your TikTok. Right I there. might not have blessed anybody with that. I might have blessed somebody with a laugh. You, a no, laugh. you definitely. <laughs> I, I, the comments is rolling in. You blessed her. You blessed a lot of people with your TikTok. Oh, I cannot wait to receive that blessing when I watch this TikTok. <laughs> receive it. Receive the fullness of it. Okay, Keisha. Oh okay, we're moving along. <laughs> Keisha. Slowly. Self care. What does self care look like to you? Ooh. Um. You know, self care looks like. You know, I'm going to go sentimental right now. Self-care looks like my nieces and my nephews. Just their smiles and just their little glee, you know, 
I have um, like an older niece, an older nephew, uh, a niece that's like almost two years old and a brand new nephew who's two months old today. So for me, just looking at them and the older ones, you know, get to, to talk to them and the young ones just seeing them just be silly and and fun. And to me, just looking at that to me, like that's self-care because that always makes me smile and feel mm. good. I love that. That's good. Terry. Uh what does self-care look like to me? Uh it looks like <laughs> uh sitting back, relaxing and watching a good good movie. Good mm. TV show, good mm-hmm. something to binge watch, you feel me? Yeah. So have you binge watched what's the last thing you binge watched, Terry? The, the last thing the last thing I binge watched was Tiger King. Girl, oh, girl. Okay, okay. So it wasn't just me. <laughs> no, it was not just you. But tell your home girl up there. She need to catch up. Try to tell her, but you know, hey, she Yo, gonna do what she wants to do. I that have... show. I know this is off topic, y'all. That <laughs> documentary was bizarre, and crazy, and fascinating all in the same time. It's like I a train got there wreck. Yet. Gotten there yet? I, I, I'm you struggling to get, get through the first episode. Get it out the way. Get through the first episode. I and can't get through you, it. You, you, you can't, can't look, look away. away. You, you can't, can't look away. Yeah, you can't look away. It is literally what you just said, Keisha. It's like a train. It's watching a train wreck happen, and you're not going to yes. do anything to stop it. Just, just gonna I'm watch. Put it, it back on my watch list to finish. But I, I the first 15 minutes, so I was not captivated. I was like. I got up Girl. to curl and all in her, her her cat closet. I was like, "This good lady." It, it's a lot. I'm, I will say, it's a lot. It's a so lot. much happens. Like you, I, I know. Who knows? They may make a movie for, because of the documentary. Yeah. But so much happens. You really just can't keep up. It's like one minute you're gasping, like, "Oh my god, that just happened," yeah. and then you haven't even fully digested what you just saw, and five more Something things happen that you're like. This is this is real. This is not a mockumentary. This exactly. is this like really actually <laughs> happened. It's just bizarre. Did she yeah. say mockery? She said a mockumentary. I did. I, I did. <laughs> was not going to question. It, okay. No, I that meant that was you know. No, I know. I was saying that was new. That was okay. new. I, I like that. I like. Well, I can't take credit for that. I know I've read that somewhere. People, you know. It's, you know, it's you just think it's fake. That's what I'm getting at. But it's yeah. it's real. Yeah, that's I, why I was surprised that you. Because I was like, for you, Yana, I know you like to like. There are certain things you watch, and I was like, man, I know. Like, if I tell her I go watch this, like she gonna watch this and be like, this is the crazy thing. When you was like, fifteen minutes in, nope. I was like, what? Uh, I couldn't. I'm gonna, give it, it, go. I'm gonna give it another go. I've been tasked by the family to watch it so we can do a Zoom call about it. Exactly. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) All right. So, oh, is it on me? On look? Yeah, it's on you. Okay, y'all's was all good. And Keisha's, yours was sweet. And I loved it. But I ain't going to hold y'all. What's that? Self-care looks like to me right now, me getting a notification. That I done made a sale on my ebook. I'm just like, hey, hey, hey. hey. what a way to plug! What a way to plug! Okay, that was the launch. Worth yes. every penny. Yes, you can go to Levels to Launch, <laughs> and you can and get, get yours get, today. That's and right. I put my heart and soul into that, and I had somebody yeah. on this show. She did my proofreading, my my, my uh, copy editing, and she calls it the 
What do you call it, Keisha? Encyclopedia. <laughs> you call it the encyclopedia? Yes. <laughs> because it's so much information, but this is that's a compliment. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess this is the commercial part of the show, but th- this right sponsored sponsor by Levels to Launch. Right, sponsored by <laughs> That guide is so good, it's so detailed. And that's why I was telling her that this is not a guide. This is a podcast launching encyclopedia because yeah. everything you need to know about how to get started launching a podcast is in the guide. I've read yeah. it a few times. I know. Trust me. It's in there. <laughs> and it's really good. So, yeah. Oh, thank I'm glad. you, That's cute. I appreciate it. You're welcome, thank you girl. for that word from our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> back, back to our regular program. <laughs> that was great. That was great. All right. I the last <clears throat> sound, people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keisha. Yes. What, what does self-care sound like? Okay. To me right now, self-care mm-hmm. sounds like 80s and 90s music. I love um, 80s. It doesn't matter what genre it was for me. 80s, the, all the classics and 90s music. To me, that those two decades really just, that's my youth. That's when I really grew up. And I love all that music. So anytime I listen to that, to me, that's self-care. Because when I hear that music, I'm not going to be able to stay still. I'm going to have to dance. I'm going to have to sing. So that makes me happy um, hearing you know, throwback music from the 80s and 90s. So you want to talk about a little bit of anything that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis produced, mm-hmm. Baby Face and L.A. Reid, Terry mm-hmm. Riley, yes. and it, you know, those are the producers, but I mean, we could be here all day talking about 80s and 90s music, but I love, love, love music from that era. That's fair, and you're mm-hmm. at 100, you're 100% right. 100% I ain't gonna right. hold you, with you on, I'm with yep. you on that. Definitely. But right now, Everybody know well. Everybody might not know this, but I know if you ask, definitely ask my husband. He, you ask him, who is Yana's favorite artist? Yeah, I love me some Jill Scott. I love me some Jilly from Philly. Getting in the way. Always had a thing for Jilly. Girl, live your life like it's golden. And I couldn't see her when she came here to Dallas because I was Mm -hmm. under the weather, Mm -hmm. and you know now her tour is kind of you know canceled. Or, you know, not necessarily canceled, but it's postponed for the time being. But, Jill, if you listen to Mail Lady Conversation, first off, thank you, girl. <laughs> hey, Jill. Jill is from Philly. <laughs> but can you do one of them couch concerts? Couch parties. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I will be there. Just, just let me know. You can even charge a dollar like, like Erica did. I well, now, I, well, I mean, for those the less fortunate, we really want them to be able to, to enjoy it as well. So if you can do it from the kindness of your heart. Keisha, I will, I will spot you with dollar to get you in the show. I will, you can come You can come join me. I will, I will spot <laughs> you for, for Jill. I'm going to pay for Jill. Now. Yes, you will. And this was her. Have 20th? you ever seen her in person? Oh, yes, I have. Every oh, okay, time. Okay, yes. yes. Okay, good. good. Is seen it the too. way? Okay, now. Okay, now. you love mm. I love that first way. album. That was. It was so good. Yes. It was so so good. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that was sound right, for me. Now, that was okay, for you. we gotta wrap it up with you, Terry. Right, right, right. So, what self self care sounds like for me, mm-hmm. for moi, is uh, popping in a, my earbuds and listening to, of course, a 
good old episode of Melanated Conversations. Come on, somebody. Get, get off this plugging. Look at y'all. Okay, Melanated on that. Tasha, I was just about to hit him with it. Oh, <laughs> You're welcome. I'm loving this love today. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we know this has been a longer than usual, but you know, we we all at home. We ain't got nothing but time. Nothing so, but time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us ease your mind a little bit. You know. But we are about to get to the heart. I enjoyed that. That was fun. <laughs> good. See? Low remix. Thank you for being a willing participant. Yes. You know what? Hey. She really didn't have a choice. Yes, she did. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Threw me off there. I was, you know, ready for rapid fire, but that's okay this was really cute i enjoyed it is this y'all gonna keep doing this or you kind of you'll have to come back and listen to another well all right stay tuned for more from melanated conversations i will i will be back again we appreciate you joining us keisha um no thank you for having me of course Mm -hmm. we have been wanting to have this chat with you and we're excited and and we're happy that you said yes so we're actually going to kick off with our first question um in today's chat of course if you can just tell our listeners a little bit about miss keisha johnson Mm -hmm. oh you know uh well let's see so well i'm a georgia native i'm raised in a small town in southwest georgia um, called thomasville georgia known as the city of roses and you know had a really good childhood and upbringing fortunate for the parents and the family that I have. From there, I, you know, I went to college and majored in accounting and I went to North Carolina A&T. Shout out to all the HBCUs and the Aggies. And, um, you know, at college, I was really focused, you know, trying to make sure I got out in four years, you know, wanted to get my degree and I did some internships and all of that, you know, just really trying to do everything that I could to prepare for that transition from being a student full time to being a professional working in the corporate space. So, but yeah, so, you know, I really worked in corporate America for a long, long time, but, uh, but outside of work, you know, I, I love to travel and, you know, we already, you already realized how much I love eating food. Um, I love grooving to, you know, music, especially from, you know, I said earlier from the eighties and nineties, that's just my sweet spot. And, you know, also I like yoga, but I really haven't done a lot of yoga lately. I really got to get back into it. Um, But I just I really love um, I guess I call myself a yoga enthusiast because I really get the benefits of yoga. I love it. So if you haven't tried yoga, please do, because I'm telling it it really for me, it really was a game changer. Uh, But I got to get back going because I have kind of fallen off. But I'm with you on that. Yeah, but and I really I guess as I just talk about like, you know, things that I like to do, I'm really realizing how much I miss being able to do those things and how much we've really taken those things for granted. Um, Because, you know, like I was saying, it's a different world right now. So so like those are things that I really love to do. But yeah, mainly just, you know, and I know we'll talk about this later, but um, just you know, working in corporate America and, and, you know, making the transition from employee to entrepreneur and, and things like that. But as far as who I am, it's probably easier to ask people who know me because I'm sure the way I describe myself may be a little different because I know as a child, I would view myself as quiet and shy, but I know my family and friends would be like, girl, please, no, you, no, you weren't. But <laughs> I feel that I was. And I think when I went to college, um, that really kind of helped me open up you know, a little more. And so now as an adult, 
I really, I would say, I'm, you know, very outgoing, more so, very talkative, more so than I ever did as a child ever. So I think maybe that's why I talk too much now because I'm making up for the time I didn't talk as much <laughs> growing up as a kid. But yeah, so that's really who I am and just, you know, had a developed a passion for entrepreneurship. And I know we'll get into some of those things um, later, but that's really who I am. Nice, nice. So I know you kind of mentioned, did you, were you working in corporate America mm-hmm. before? So can you just share a little bit more about maybe a little bit about specifically what you were doing then and what kind of led to uh, the creation of my mission to escape? Yeah. So I was working mainly in telecommunications um, industry. Um, I was working with my accounting background. I was doing um, like business operations, um, accounting, financial analysis and project management. And the last company that I worked for, a, a Fortune 500 company, I was there for 10 years. So that was the longest that I'd been at one company. And it's during that time that I actually decided to pursue my certification in project management. So I'm a PMP, which is a project management professional. And whew, that that was a tough that was a tough exam for me to that that exam made me not want to ever take another certification <laughs> exam because it was that difficult. Um, but I knew that for me and the type of work that I wanted to continue to do. I really wanted to have that certification just to further show that, hey, I, you know, this is the interest that I have and I've established a great foundation in that area of um, project management. And really, you can't go wrong um, having a project management certification. Um, I think it's really beneficial for any type of industry that you're in. But so that's really what I was doing when I was working you know, in corporate America full time um, before I started my blog, My Mission to Escape. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about My Mission to Escape. Um, I, I I definitely am part of your, your readership, so I enjoy oh, it. thank you. And of course. Um, and <laughs> I just wanted you to tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, what was the moment that you realized you wanted to start a blog and kind of mm-hmm. a little bit about your blog itself? So um, just a little bit about my blog. So the blog is really um, targeting women working in corporate America who looks, who's looking for inspiration in terms of and help in terms of navigating that workspace because it is very um, it can be very challenging for us as women um, and also to help navigate. Um, I'm sorry, manage job burnout and to explore um, like flexible work options and entrepreneurship. So that was really what I was trying to do. That was really the inspiration behind starting um, the blog. And my theme behind the blog was my theme, I would say, would be, you know, choose personal bliss over professional burnout. So anytime I write something, it's really um, that phrase in mind. Um, because in, and for me, having worked in corporate America so long, I think anybody can attest to, you know, when you're working and you're working so hard and you're trying to climb up that corporate ladder and, you know, get your promotions. Um, sometimes you can overdo it and burn yourself out. And, you know, I know a lot of us have done that. You, you push yourself so much, you feel like you have something to prove so that you can get those well-deserved promotions and raises. Um, but, you know, I always remind myself, like, you got to choose yourself over everything else. So that's why I came up with the phrase, choose personal bliss over professional burnout. So really what sparked the my interest in terms of starting the blog was, you know, I realized 
that when I was working in corporate America, especially those last few years, I would get so many, I would be in so many different conversations with, you know, coworkers, especially um, uh, female coworkers, just talking about the challenges of working in that corporate space. And, you know, people would schedule meetings with me and it turns out, you know, we'll talk about work, but then it'll turn into, you know, like event session or, you know, people just trying to get their feelings out on what they're going through on the job and just wanting to get some, just some advice you know, on how to navigate that space. And I really started getting that more so, you know, like I said, the last few years, and it might've been because, you know, I'm a little older now. I I ain't old, old, but, you know, you have, you know, I would have like millennials coming to me and, you know, asking for advice and, you know, other people too. And I didn't mind it at all. I just, like I said, Mickey Howard said in one of her songs, experience is a good teacher. So I guess for me, having that experience working in corporate America for the, you know, so many years, I'm able to share my experiences with other people, you know, when I was working in that space. And now I'm just able to kind of do it in a different way by um, working on my blog. Nice. I love how you, you use your experiences to share it with other people. Yes. People tend to be stingy with that mm-hmm. type of information. So what were you right. going to say, Yana? I was going to say one thing I love about her blog when y'all go check it out is that you know, she mentioned even in our earlier um, segment about her love and passion for 80s and 90s music. She has this good way of incorporating music around her topic. So I love that she'll have a theme around a certain song and it all flows together. Just wanted to uh, I love how you do that. I'm like, I see what you did there. Okay. Like, but it's not really, that's really for my um, people that's on my email list when I tell them about uh, what the topic is going to be about the blog. So, yeah, it's, you know, I started off doing, I said, ooh, I should keep this up. And so now I'm like, okay, so it's so easy for me to kind of come up with a song to that that can kind of tie back into the topic that I just wrote about. And I always like to let my readers know, the ones that's on my email list, you know, this is how I got the title of this um email message to y'all like here's the name of the song and here's the artist so and it's always right now it's always from the 80s or 90s genre so yeah I'm like I said I'm a diehard diehard lover of 80s and 90s music and and tv and so I always try to incorporate that um, whenever I communicate with my readers on my email list so so yes free game you want to get on her email list because I'm gonna tell you she be dropping gems on that I'm like, now I need to go get on, subscribe to the email list because I love, like, especially because I'm, for me to really sit down and, like, read something, a lot of times you have to draw me in fairly quickly to keep me mm-hmm. engaged. And so you talk about incorporating music, musical themes and songs and stuff like that and merging it in with your, your works and your writings and stuff. I think that is so, so cool. Um and very creative. I'm a creative type of person that think outside the box. I think sometimes, so I mm-hmm. love that. That's really cool. <clears throat> so, in addition to your blog, you are the creator of Pinpoint Your Marketing, which I know you as like the Pinterest, the Pinterest queen. Um, <laughs> say that. Say that. But you're, yeah, uh, I'll go. <laughs> Pinpoint Your Marketing. Uh, which trains entrepreneurs on how to leverage Pinterest as a powerful marketing tool for the business. So how did you get your start in Pinterest? And then what was the driving force of Veration for you to create a course? 
Oh boy. Okay. First of all, that's <laughs> funny that you're calling me a Pinterest queen. That's that's real funny. That's, um, what, that's all I know. That's what I know. Now I'll take that as a compliment. Um, but actually, I got into Pinterest because of my blog. I was trying to figure out a way to, you know, market the blog. And I know, you know, everybody's going to try to do it the same way, whether they on Facebook or Instagram, you know, Twitter. And those are still great ways to do your marketing, um, whether it be for a blog or, you know, just the business in general. But I fell into Pinterest, like I said, trying to figure out a way just to market my blog content. And so, you know, I took some courses on, you know, really I took some blogging courses because, again, I, you know, for me, I never really viewed myself as a writer. Um, this is just something that just kind of happened organically. And so I started learning more about Pinterest. And like I said, I didn't know anything really about Pinterest before I started blogging. I, I had a Pinterest uh, personal account and I really just use that to, you know, pretty much like everybody else, you know, uh, where you planning like a baby shower, a bridal shower, um, some traveling inspiration, some inspirational quotes, fashion, you know, all that recipes, all of that. But um, I didn't really, I never really thought of it as a tool to use for marketing, you know, for your business. And so it's funny you say what the driving force was behind creating the course. <laughs> One of the driving forces is on the podcast right now um, trying to push me to create a course. Um, you know, as Yana mentioned earlier, uh, we met by participating in this, this coaching program um, for aspiring women entrepreneurs. And they would notice that every time that we would have our calls, some kind of way I will always bring up Pinterest, whether it be how they could use it for their business or how I'm using it, you know, for my blog. And so one during one of our coaching sessions, the women were saying, you know, Keisha, you just need to you need to do a training. You need to do some type of course. And I'm like, who's going to listen to me? I I just got back there. So I just started Pinterest. I don't, I'm just sharing what I know. And, and, you know, one thing that I remember them saying was, you know, people want to learn from others who are maybe a one step or two ahead of them. It's like you can do it. So they really, so my coaching group really was um, the, the, the driver, the driving force in terms of getting me to create this course. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I'm glad I wasn't happy about it at the time <laughs> because this was definitely getting me out of my comfort zone. But, you know, now that I've, you know, I've finally finished the, the course, it's really just a starter course to help small business owners just get a basic foundation on how to use Pinterest, um, how to get a Pinterest business account and just really what to do next. So it's really just a starter course. But when I look back, I'm like, I'm, I'm grateful for that experience because it taught me that, you know, don't rule yourself out just because it's something that you haven't done before. doesn't mean that you can't do it now. So I'm just glad for that experience. And, you know, and so, but yeah, so that's really how I got into Pinterest and how I ended up actually creating um, an introductory course about um, Pinterest for your business. Since we're talking about Pinterest now, I really need for y'all to do better on Pinterest, okay? Because y'all have a Pinterest account. Oh, are you calling us out specifically, Melanie? The conversation? No, 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 I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm getting ready to call out a, a lot of people because I want y'all to. 
I want, since you were a driving force in me creating this course, I want to be that driving force to make sure. Okay, we're going to pump the brakes on that just for a moment because I do want to insert something right (laughs) at this moment before she goes deeper into that. So the circle that Keisha was referring to. So everyone has been on the show. I just thought about it. Everyone has been on the show. That's been a part of our circle. Keisha just finished the circle. So in our first Finally. season, we had Wani Tubman of Soul Bomb Sisters mm-hmm. and Dr. Tracy Baxley and okay. Elaine <laughs> Fluker, our coach. Yeah. Um, and now we have Keisha. So this this lets you know, like, when you can you can pull people from different parts of the country or the world. And y'all, because I'm saying this because we're in this space now where that we um, can't formally meet or see each other like face to face. We have literally been in this circle with each other, or we've known each other, I should say, since what June of last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was June. it May? June? June? It was June. June. Yes, since June, June of last year, and I don't think any of us has actually had a chance to formally meet. Well, Keisha and I think Elaine have yeah. formally met mm-hmm. in person, but the rest of us, we just so we haven't had a chance to like meet each other, like face to face. We've seen each other, so we know our faces, but. But our connection is so tight. It's so crazy just from us, you know, growing in our businesses together and help, you know, black women helping each other grow in their businesses. And, you know, wow. we got people who got beauty care lines. We got, you know, a whole coach in the group. We got, um, we got a course going on. Yeah. We got an encyclopedia. So <laughs> <laughs> you just never know when you when you get together. Yeah, and it's black women. Doing and it's this black thing. women. I love it. And we actually, y'all, like seriously, we actually have a tight bond. Like this is how we connect with each other. Like it's mm-hmm. it's bigger than business for us. We really have formed a sisterhood. That's how I can put mm-hmm. it. We have formed a sisterhood. Like yeah. And virtually, that's the thing too. It's just amazing because you feel like you've met the. We feel like we've all met each other in person, but like I said, it's it's another reminder reminder to us that oh wow, we still have not met in person yet. So it's just crazy. It really is just crazy. But just grateful to have met you and the rest of the ladies in the group. And and Tyrion is our honorary circle member. So. Huh? I, I know, right? <laughs> what? I said, you're the honorary circle member. Right. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, it's just been amazing um, getting to know everybody. And I think, you know, when we talk about business, like getting a business coach or an accountability partner, um, in my opinion, is really important when you're trying to get out there, you know, starting your new business or side hustle. You know, I, I just think that it, it, to me, it's just it puts you at a, a an advantage because, you're you're meeting with other like-minded people who they may be in different um, industries than you are, but mm-hmm. you all are trying to become successful in entrepreneurship. And I'm telling you, that world, it's a whole new world. It's very different from when you're working a full-time or part-time job. It's a whole different mindset that you have to kind of conquer, which to me is one of the biggest battles I think really having a, you know, just some type of accountability, whether it be a business coach or, you know, accountability partner, uh, a mastermind group, or just some type of um, structure just to help motivate you to stay focused on what it is you're trying to accomplish and to also get inspiration from those other um, people as well. 
Yes, I will let you go ahead and use this opportunity to interject your comment that you were wanting to say before I cut you off. (laughs) No, we were talking about Pinterest and I know a lot of people don't fully understand how Pinterest works. And I was one of those people and I just want it. I really, it's not necessarily, I wasn't calling you all out. It's more just to give you a nudge to be like, give Pinterest some love, give your Pinterest business account some, some tender love and care. And, you know, because, you know, with you all, I'll use, I'll use, um, use y'all as an example, you know, people are looking for podcasts when they're searching on Pinterest. Like that's the, that's one of the terms that will pop up, you know, you know, trying to find different types of podcasts and no one really thinks about that, but there are a lot of podcasts. I've seen a lot of podcast business accounts on Pinterest where they're marketing their episodes and, you know, that can tap into another audience in terms of getting more people to listen to your episodes and engage in your content, not just you all melanated conversations, but just any podcaster. So I think sometimes business owners think that, oh, Pinterest is just for these specific types of businesses. But if you're if you're able to be creative, there's a way for you to find your audience out there on Pinterest. And a lot of your guests that you've had on the show, you know, anytime I listen to your episodes and I listen to some of the guests, I'm like, oh, I, you know, they should be on Pinterest, you know, um, like all the people you just named that's in, you know, in our coaching group, you know, it would certainly benefit from um, the traffic that they could get from Pinterest. Um, and then, like I said, some of the other guests, um, I want to, I'm not going to start calling out names, but pretty much if you have been a guest on Melodated Conversations and if you don't have a Pinterest business account, you really should consider doing it because it really can give you everything. All of your guests have had such great platforms and great information to share with your audience. And you can just use Pinterest as another avenue to get that message out there. So. Um, but like I said, didn't know anything about Pinterest job before I started that blog. And now that's like my main go to. Um, and, you know, Pinterest, it's just so it's just so much you can do with it that you didn't even I just had no idea about it. But the last thing I'll say about it is, you know, with us being, you know, all you know, self-isolation and in quarantine, Pinterest had its highest spike in searches and saves. During, I think that first weekend after everything kind of went crazy here in the States, they, they broke their record. And so and we're talking about ever since they've been around. And so people are really getting on that platform even more so than they already were before everything changed. Mm-hmm. And so I'm telling you, like so many people are searching for ideas and inspiration on Pinterest. And if you're a business owner and you don't have an account, a business account on Pinterest, you really should consider getting on that platform because now more than ever, so many more people are engaging, uh, really using, turning to that platform to find um, information, products and services that they that they need right now. I'm glad you broke that, that down. I appreciate Did you have some, Terry? I just said pregame. Thank you. Yeah. For that, so I have one quick question, Keisha, and this is yes. more for our listeners. Um, oh, shoot. This for me, too. But I know okay. you. But because um, I know we talked about you have a course that you really mm-hmm. break this down for them and how someone can really truly use Pinterest to leverage their brand, their personal brand, just whatever to, as a you know a powerful way for marketing. What's one tip that someone that's listening to this show can do to kickstart their Pinterest account? Well, I would say before you even start the Pinterest account, 
assess what it is that you have to offer and how can you help others that are looking for to get answers to their questions on that platform, meaning, you know, uh, whether you have a product or a service, what is it that you can give them for free right now to, to nurture that relationship? So have some type of content somewhere on your website so that you, um, where you're answering questions that some of your customers or just the audience that you would find on Pinterest would be looking for answers. And that way that'll help you nurture that relationship and, you know, because I think content is really can put you at a big advantage in terms of, because like I said, a lot of people look at Pinterest as a visual Google. That's really the easiest way I can put it. So like when you go to Google, you put in keywords and then you see all of these um, results pop up and then you click the link to go to whatever website you want to go to. Well, in Pinterest, you're doing the same thing. You open up Pinterest, you're typing in keywords on what you want to look for. The difference is, you know, instead of just, you know, a, a long list of um, words and, and links, you're seeing what they call pins, which are those images that you see. And so from there, that's where you'll decide, am I going to just click on this link? Am I going to save? I'm sorry, click on this uh, pin. Am I going to just save the pin? Or am I going to do a combination of both? And when they click the link, you want to be able to take them somewhere that's going to be helping them find what it was that they're looking for. And so I would say, again, my tip would be, You know, if you have a little area on your website that you can start just like a short blog and it doesn't have to be a lot, but just something where, you know, lots of um, questions that you may get from your customers, you know, start answering those types of questions by creating content for your business website. And then that way, when you have when you're on Pinterest, you'll have you can create those pins so that they can drive the traffic back to your website. And then that'll help you nurture those relationships with potential customers. You can get them on your email list. And then and from there, you can really nurture the relationship even further by communicating with your email list while still being active on Pinterest. So that would be my tip was have somewhere on your business website that you can have content to answer question, common questions that your customers or potential customers are looking for um, in terms of answers. I love that. Thank you. And I really love that you coined it as a visual Google. Like I didn't mm-hmm. think about that like that's that's true. Because when you go into Pinterest, what's the first thing you do? You're going to search what you're looking for. For exactly. me, it's more probably food related. It's usually <laughs> recipes. But since I now have a Pinterest guru, she has been grooming me. I, now, I have been doing the best there. But um, yeah. I have been more conscious. Like, oh, I can really use Pinterest in this type of way. But I still need some more Pinterest coaching. <laughs> and I no, can't wait funny. to talk about your course. You know, it's funny even when she was talking about how Pinterest had that spike once everyone had to start, you know, sheltering in place with all with everything that's going on. Right. And I and I and I hadn't been on Pinterest in a while and I went on Pinterest because what are a lot of kids are home from school, so yeah. parents before the schools are actually were actually sending out work for the kids. Mm-hmm. You were have Pinterest and try to put some lessons together for your mm-hmm. kids. So yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. And that's been one of the most popular search any search terms dealing with kids activities, mm-hmm. um, homeschooling. That's those have skyrocketed in terms yeah. of searches um um on Pinterest. Um so anything dealing with work from home, like all any it's just really been amazing to see that spike in traffic that has been happening on Pinterest as a result of everything that's happening right now and how it's just showing you the shift 
that's happening in terms of search patterns as well on Pinterest. So, but yeah, it's, it's really been interesting. So that's what I say. So if you if your business caters or you have a blog that caters to those areas, anything that can help people right now in this situation, um, a lot of those people, they're on Pinterest. So they're looking for that content that you have to offer them, but you're not there. So they're going to find somebody else. So that's why it's important to take advantage of the opportunity in any time that you have right now to start getting more acclimated with Pinterest and see what it has to offer because everybody's on Facebook. Everybody is on Instagram, but everybody is not on Pinterest yet. And I think at some point it'll, you know, it'll really take off even more, but yeah, it's just really been fascinating to see how much more use now that Pinterest is getting because of what we're going through right now. Yeah, I agree. I noticed that Pinterest is now doing, I think they're allowing for videos now, video pins, Mm -hmm. so we can get Mm -hmm. the TikToks on there now. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I don't know if we want your TikToks (laughs) on Pinterest, but you can do video pins. Um, This is a feature they introduced, um, I want to say maybe a, a year or two ago. I'm still relatively new um, because, may, but and you can tell that they really, they give video pins right now, I would say a higher ranking in your search. When you're searching for things, you now you're starting to see video pins first before you see just the standard pins, which are the ones that have, you know, images. So, but there is an opportunity there as well, because a lot of people are not using video yet on their pins. So if you love to do video as part of your business marketing, you can really stand out on the platform if you're doing, um, you know, any type of video and incorporate that on your pins. Absolutely. So let's kind of segue. Let's kind of go back. I know you touched on it a little bit about entrepreneurship. I just wanted to just quickly touch on your experience in transitioning and how that's been for you. Oh, it's been tough. Um, I'm full transparency. Um, Being an entrepreneur, being a small business owner, it's not easy, Um, especially if it's something very new for you. You're talking about me having worked in corporate America for a while, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, bam, you're going to be a successful business owner just like that. Um, Really, for me, um, you know, I didn't start a business because at the time I was like, oh, yeah, great. I'm ready to start a business. It was really more so out of necessity. Um, you know, it's part of my story. A couple of years, um, yeah, a couple of years ago, um, I had resigned from my last corporate job. And, you know, I was going to take a little bit of time off and travel. I went to Paris, had a great time. You know, I was just going to figure out what my next move was going to be because I know I was like, well, I need to, you know, explore other opportunities. So what is it going to what am I going to do? And really, before I could really make a decision in terms of the path that I was going to take, I found out that my dad was diagnosed with cancer. So that caused me to kind of for me, put a lot of things on pause because that really was, for me, it was a life-changing experience to go through that journey with him. So when I started my business, I did it while, you know, my dad was dealing with this cancer diagnosis. So I knew I needed to do something virtually because I was traveling back and forth between where I live and back to my hometown just so I could, you know, see my parents and and help out any way that I could during that um, journey. Yeah, so that's how I got started in terms of starting, you know, I started a consulting business where I was um, offering small business owners, business support services in like project management, uh, process and procedure documentation and content editing. And so that's what I was doing. And I was networking a lot online um, to get clients. So it, yeah, it's, it's very difficult 
um, especially when you're just trying to learn as you go along, because you're not going to be able to know everything as a, as a small business owner, especially when you're just starting out. You know, everything is not going to work out the way that you want them to work out. You know, you're going to have some successes and you're going to have some failures. So for me, it's yeah, starting that business and, you know, running a blog and doing all of that, you know, I'm glad that I've done it because it's certainly shown me like, wow, I'm okay. I'm learning so much. I'm so glad I didn't necessarily um, decide not to start, even though my circumstances were different in terms of the reason why I did it. But I know everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad that it's given me this opportunity to be, you know, a little tap into my creative side because I really didn't have that opportunity really to be as creative as I would like just when you're just working at a job. And yeah, you can be creative in certain ways, but you know, when you're starting your own business, it's you, you're, you know, you're running the show and you get to really see how creative you are and how strong and you are um, running a business. Cause like I said, it's really tough. And I mentioned earlier about, you know, mindset shift um, when you're going from working at a job for many years to trying to run a business, you got to change your way of thinking because it's a whole new ball game. Everything is on you. How are you going to start your day? What are you going to do throughout the day? You know, your work hours, you're in charge of that. There's not, there's not a boss that you go to to report on your progress or things like that. There's nobody to give you a performance review to give you feedback. It's all on you. So, but yeah, overall, I said it's a it's been a difficult journey. I think for me, one thing that I've learned is that entrepreneurship is not for everybody. But I think it's important to to engage in some type of entrepreneurship. But you just have to figure out if it's right for you. So yeah. But overall, I would say I'm I'm glad that I you know started a business and learning how to you know um, run a business the right way. But yeah, I'd say it certainly has had its challenges, but overall, it's been a rewarding experience for me. It's really, I've just learned a lot about myself making that that transition in terms of starting a business. That's really good. I, I know you just, you just mentioned how you just really kind of learned as you went along, right? And there was a, a lot of learning happening in the process of, yeah. uh, of growing uh, as an entrepreneur. You mentioned earlier, though, that initially you wouldn't have considered yourself a blogger. So could you just kind of tell us like for you, what you've talked about the things that you have learned in the process was, is there anything you wish you had learned before becoming an entrepreneur that you've learned now, but you wish you maybe had known before? Yeah. I think for me, I just wish I had thought about doing this seriously while I was actually working in corporate America, because had I done that, I, I feel like I could have prepared myself even more in terms of, you know, saving up more, even more than I had already saved in what I would call my little emergency fund, you know, because I could tap into that to help with, you know, anything dealing with business. So, um, and then just the fact that, you know, if I had done that, you know, I think it would have given me even more, a little bit more peace of mind because you still had that full-time job to fall back on when you're running a business full-time. It's like, oh, it's just, oh, I'm just out here. Um, So for me, I just wish that, you know, hindsight is 2020 and, you know, everything happens for a reason. I think for me, I just wish for it, what that I've learned is that, you know, the best thing to do is just to start, 
you know, I could have started something when I was working full time, but, you know, I was just focused on, well, I got this good job and, and da, 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 da. But to me, that's the best time to try to start a business while you're working full time. I think at this point, one lesson I've learned is for me personally, it's irresponsible for me to not have a side hustle while working full time, because look at what's happening right now. Every day we're hearing about people getting laid off or people getting furloughed. I mean, it's a scary time. And many of these people probably relied solely on that one um, stream of income, that, that job. And so it's scary when you're finding out that you're getting laid off, that you don't have a job to go to on Monday. And so when you don't have something to fall back on, you know, you got to figure it out. So I feel like if you have a job now and there's something that you've been longing to do for a long time and you haven't, you know, found the time to do it, see if you can find that time now to start a business, especially if it could be something that you can do, you know, remotely, find a way to do it. Don't, you know, you don't have to overdo it, but just start learning about whatever it is that you are really passionate about. Start doing some research and learning more about it so that you can start your side hustle because somewhere down the road, that side hustle could become your main hustle. And whether it's planned or unplanned, it's just a good idea to have multiple streams of income anyway. So absolutely, I would say that just my advice would be just to, if you can, please try to start something while you're at your job, um, because you will have a lot more peace of mind, because you have, you're establishing another stream of income, and then tap into that creativity and just make it happen. One thing I can say on that is, amen. <laughs> Let the church say, amen. Oh, Everybody Ooh. say, amen. Everybody stand, face the left, star from the rear. Hey. <laughs> <for> the <laughs> no, um, you already know that I know mm-hmm. what you know that everybody should know. <laughs> I hope y'all follow me. No, I'm glad you called it out because yes, this even you know in this moment, even if you don't have it, this now is an opportune time to really tap into that gift. You mm-hmm. don't have. All the things that was holding us back or the excuses that was holding us back. And I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to just lump it in. It's like everybody has time because I know there are things that life is still going on. And there's things that maybe, you know, I want to be sensitive to that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But still, you owe it to yourself to really tap into your gift um, that you've been blessed with and find out a way how you can utilize that to help you grow as an individual but also grow your network because you know god gave you that for a reason yeah Yeah. so i'm glad you touched on that and yeah that is so true and while we're actually talking about um just real quick Mm because we try not to talk too deeply about COVID 19 but we know it is you know it's it's this it's the times that we're in right now and it's kind of hard to not you know have some to not glaze over the topic, but yeah. I just want to know just specifically as it relates to COVID-19, how mm-hmm. has it had an effect on your blog, like your traffic or things of that nature? Are you seeing mm-hmm. anything off since or good? Yeah. So, yeah. So 
I would say within that first week after everything went crazy, I did see my blog traffic. Um, it fell a little bit, but ever since then, it's been going, it's been increasing. And the same has been happening for my Pinterest business account because so many people are looking for a lot of things that maybe my blog um, talks about, whether it been like how to prepare for a layoff or the pros and cons of working for the same company for a long time or just relaxing things to do. Um, that's actually, it was one of my blog posts, um, 17 relaxing things to do in your day off is like the highest level of traffic that I'm getting from Pinterest is, is to that blog post. I never in a million years would have thought that that would have been the one, but it is. And it, it is, and that one is getting, it's still getting a lot of traffic even now. So I would say ever since within that first week, since then, it's been my blog traffic has gone up. Google organic searches where people are finding my content has gone up. But my Pinterest business account really is skyrocketing right now. Um, I'll check it. You know, well, I'm really on Pinterest every day, honestly, but I'll check my analytics and I just like to see like how where I am. And like March was like my biggest month since I've been on Pinterest with my business account in terms of like my engaged audience on there with my pins. It's just, it's really been something to see. So I'm, um, so that's really been the impact to me, um, you know, getting, you know, more emails, uh, blog subscribers to my email list. Um, so, but I really think it's going to depend on the type of content or products and services that you are specializing in how you're seeing that impact, how you're seeing the, um, the COVID-19 impact your business. Um, but because of, I guess, some of the content that I have on my blog, you know, with people being concerned about their jobs and just all of that, I, ha- I have seen an uptick in traffic, both, like I said, for my business, um, my Pinterest business account and for my blog. Nice, nice. I hate to say nice when, yeah. I mean, you know, considering the circumstances, but I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's, but at the same time, like, I don't want to forego saying, like, that's, I think that's great Mm -hmm. um, for you. That's awesome. It's Um, good knowing that it's helping somebody, you know, so that's the thing, you know, I would hate that, you know, I'm glad that they, people are finding that some of the content that I have on my blog is, is helping them in terms of, you know, navigating through this situation right now. Because honestly, when I wrote those blog posts, it was well before all of this happened. So I never would have thought that this would be why, like, some of it was starting to get more traffic because of this. But I'm glad that it's out there. And I'm just hoping that it's, you know, people are finding it helpful, you know, just from my experience and um, in terms of, you know, those particular topics that they're searching for, um, whether it be on Google or on Pinterest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, in our first episode of season two, we brought on the literary lobbyist, Don Michelle Hardy, and she shared about an upcoming virtual conference that she's having called Publishing in Your Pajamas, Mm -hmm. in which you will be featured as a presenter. So can you share a little bit with our listeners about maybe about the topic that you'll be speaking on and guiding participants through as well as just a little information about the conference and how to get signed up. Yeah. So I was honored that Dawn asked me to be one of the speakers um, at her virtual writers conference on publishing in your pajamas. I know she had it last year and, you know, I'd spoken with her about it and it went really well. It was a big success for her. And so I'm glad that um, she's having it again, but 
Um, I'll be um, speaking on the topic of Pinterest. Hello, I know that's a shocker. Um, it's, uh, it's really going to be talking to um, the attendees about how they can use Pinterest for their business, you know, as writers, as authors. Um, so that'll be the topic that I'll be speaking on. But she's going to have a whole bunch of other speakers that are going to be on the agenda as well at the day conference. So it's going to be really um, a lot of great information helpful for especially for new and aspiring authors I think it'd be a great conference for um, them to attend so but that's going to be the topic that I'm going to be speaking on and you know for any of you that may be interested you know with like I said you're a new or aspiring author just an author writer in general you can actually go to my site um, and it'll take you right to the page so if you go to mymissiontoescape.com forward slash publishing It'll take you right to her conference page, and then you can find out more information about the conference and how you can register. But the conference actually takes place on Saturday, April 18th. It's a full day with great information. So just go to mymissiontoescape.com forward slash publishing, and you can just find out um, more information there and get registered. So take advantage of the early bird registration if you can um, as well, but hopefully you'll you know, find it interesting and just sign up. So I'm, re- I'm really excited about speaking to them and just, you know, opening the door to, um, you know, an, a, a other businesses in terms of showing them how they can use Pinterest and why they should be using Pinterest. And because I know, like I said earlier, a lot of businesses don't really think of when they think of marketing for their business, they're not thinking Pinterest is not at the top of their list. So I know anything dealing with writers, certainly can benefit from that. So I just look forward to talking on that topic and hopefully convincing some of them to hop on board and join me over here on um, Pinterest. Yes, I'm excited. First off, I'm glad that you and Dawn are collaborating in this way. Mm -hmm. Dawn is phenomenal. If you guys don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about the literary lobbyist. She's in episode, um, it's our first episode of the season. I don't know if it's, it's like number 20 something we'll put in the show notes 21 21 they have so many episodes now they can't keep up with professionals i think it's it's 21 or it's either 20 or 21 okay it is 21 i believe yes i think it's 21 so second season um 21 Mm -hmm. but and she tells she even shares a little bit about the conference too and kind of what her vision behind it is so um, yes, definitely check it out. Check out both of, you know, support our girl. Support Keisha. Yes. Support yes. Dawn. And support all the other presenters in there, too. But definitely make sure you show up and show out. No, Absolutely. When not show out. Where else you got to go? You know, right home. You know, learn learn a little something if you have the time. You know, just learn a little bit. Now you can be yeah. in your jammy jams. Exactly. Are y'all going to have well, a pajama I mean, party after this little after now party? See. Now, right. <laughs> no. Um, look, only if we can get D nice to show up and uh, spin on the ones and twos for the. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might D nice might not be available, but you can get. I know, right? D nice is booked. If he wasn't already booked. He is booked now. Denise okay. might be available. <laughs> Denise. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. No, but seriously, yes, definitely check out my mission to escape forward slash publishing. 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 Yeah. Um, we'll have it also in our show notes as well for you guys. So everything will be packaged for you. But no, Keisha, thank you. This was fun. It was fun. I know we talk almost every day. So 
But I don't get to talk to Keisha every day. And I, I know. Enjoyed it. I enjoyed this, y'all. I did. This was so much fun. Like I said, you threw me off with the uh, five senses of self-care. But but uh, I I think I did pretty good. Yeah, you did good. Yeah, you did. did. You did. supposed to be on the spot, with, too? Yeah. You sh- yeah, you did. <laughs> okay, we do have a few closing questions before we wrap up. So mm-hmm. just first one, what is your power word for 2020? Ooh, now it is some listen, okay. This is crazy. But now normally I don't do power words, but I was uh pushed by my coaching group to uh come up with a power word for the year. I never do this, but I did for 2020, and my power word was actually reboot. And that was I was, you know, rebooting things that I wanted to do in my life for myself, just you know, starting old, fresh, new start in a whole, you know, in a lot of things. I just didn't think it was going to be in this way of this uh, pandemic because I feel like the world is rebooting right now. So, but that's my power word for the year. I'm still going to stick with it. Um, but it's reboot. Um, just just starting over and rebooting everything that I can in every area of my life and just trying to be better than I was, you know, the year before and just making 2020 an even better year for myself and just rebooting and fresh start in everything. So it's reboot. Yeah. I like that. I, I like that a lot. And uh, 2020 needs a complete reboot. Okay. Girl, we need because to shut it down. Unplug control, all, all no, the leaks. No, remove the cords, <laughs> take the battery out, do a hard reset. Blowing the cartridge, do something. I don't know. Put it in rice. Put 2020 in rice. Oh, oh my gosh. Can we put hashtag put 2020 in rice? <laughs> hey, I'm with that. I love that. I love that. Keisha, so we know uh, that you got publishing in your pajamas event coming up mm-hmm. April 18th, correct? Do you have any other projects that you're that are in uh, the works for 2020? Um, for right now, it's launching this course, <laughs> which pinpoint your marketing, which is the course we talked about briefly earlier where it's for small business owners who are looking to get started on Pinterest, may have thought about getting on Pinterest, um, been apprehensive about it. You know, I just want to create a course to just introduce you to, you know, what is Pinterest? How does it work? How can you get your business account set up? What do you need to do after that? So that's really right now what I'm working on from a business perspective, just making sure I get my course launched so that I can help as many um, small business owners that I can. And I did want to mention that because Melanated Conversations is one of my favorite podcasts, I'm offering a special discount code for your listeners. So when you sign up for the course at endpointyourmarketing.com, the coupon code will be melanated and you'll get 20% off of the course. So if you're interested in that, take advantage of it. But I just want to make sure that I offer that to you all because like I, said, I love the podcast and I want to look out for your listeners, um, especially for any business owners who, you know, been thinking about it. Take advantage of um, the discount and I'm happy to do it. So um, but that's really what my focus is right now is just getting that course launched. And, and helping as many people as I can and see what happens after that. So, but just really excited about um, launching a course and hoping that I can help a lot of people um, who are
are foreign to the land of Pinterest. So, <laughs> but yeah, just take advantage of that. And hopefully um, that'll be helpful for you if you do um, decide to enroll in the course. Oh, that's what's up. Keisha serving us up with treats today. I mean, you know, I try to look out for folks, you know, especially right now. It is tough out here and people are pinching pennies. And so, you know, I just say this is my love offering back to uh, melanated conversations and and your listeners. So I appreciate that. Yes. All right. And thank you for having me. Can I just uh, give y'all some love before we look as we wrap up? I just want to <laughs> say I am so proud of y'all. I have been listening to your podcast since day one. I've not missed an episode. Sometimes I have to, you know, binge a couple back to back to catch up. But I've listened to every single episode. And I remember when, you know, I remember when Yana was sharing the graphics that she was working on for the podcast. I just remember all of that stuff. I I can say I knew you winning. So as you blow up, I can say, yeah, I knew them when they were, you know, just starting out in, 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 in podcasting. So I just wanted to just say I'm just so proud of y'all. Y'all are doing such an amazing job with this podcast and you deserve all of the blessings that are coming your way from the people that you're blessing with this podcast. This is, you know, inspirational to other women um, who are listening and um, just proud of y'all. Just keep doing what you all are doing. And, you know, it's only going to keep going up from here. So I just want to just say, I just had to show y'all some love and just let y'all know that. And I'm just really, I am honored that you all invited me to um, speak with y'all. Well, really cut up and kiki with y'all today <laughs> on the podcast. But really, I'm so, so proud of y'all and just keep doing what y'all doing. Gosh, you're so sweet. Thank you so, so much. That's, oh, that's, that's, yeah. No, I pre- no, I'm serious. I really appreciate that, Keisha. And and I'm not just saying that because, you know, I know you were on the show, but you literally have been there since day one because that you know the podcast was one of the main reasons I joined the group was that was you know we really we were really in the trenches at that point we were getting ready to get our start and for you guys listening you know this group has been so supportive um of both Tarian and I in getting this off the ground and even to where we are because there were some points where we probably ready throwing a towel like you know what we ain't even about to do this no more (laughs) But they would not allow it. They wouldn't allow it. Mm-mm. Your next challenge is. Throwing elbows. <laughs> yeah, that's what throwing we call elbows. it. We throw elbows. They, it's a little nudge, a little elbow. <laughs> but no, I appreciate that because, you know, y'all were a part of the origin of this and helping us really oh, absolutely. get this thing like moving. Said, like, when, when you're putting the, like, the graphics in and like people were like voting on like oh, I like that one. Yeah. I don't like that one with the thing. Yes, the whole Do that yeah, yeah, that was true. Yeah. Yes. So y'all yeah. pants been all up and through. Okay. No, well, I appreciate that. Um I know oh, you're welcome. No, I I really do. But Okay, because I ain't gonna be crying. I was gonna say, don't start crying, Yana. We're overdue. Let's wrap it up. No, we're music. We're overdue for we're overdue for a cry from Yana. So I I was gonna say, you need to cry later, there. Keisha done seen enough of my tears. I don't. It was one. It was one session. I cried for real. I think that was like. I Ooh. broke I broke the chain for the group because we really started oh, letting loose mm. things. <laughs> I was ugly well, crying. She today. opened the floodgates <laughs> really? of heaven that like that day. <laughs> but well, okay, we won't we won't go into no, all yeah, that's that's safe enough. space. Yeah, that's enough. Of course, I, of I, course. I shared. I shared. 
Okay, got it. Got no, it. no, but um, again, thank you for joining us. And just one last thing before we let you go, how can our listeners contact you? Um, well, um, obviously, I am all up on Pinterest, but <laughs> <laughs> but since that's a visual search engine, that's not necessarily a way to engage. I would say um, you can contact me um, through my blog at mymissiontoescape.com. Um, there's a contact form. Um, there's a freebie on there, um, a free ebook that you can download and get on my email list. And so you'll be in touch with me in that way. You can also follow me on my Pinterest account, which is at pinterest.com forward slash my mission to escape. And you can be a follower there and see all the pins that I'm sharing, not just from my own blog, but from other um, businesses that I'm sharing there on that account. And um, so those are really the best way. Oh, and LinkedIn. Um, you know, I got to keep it professional up in here. So feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, linkedin.com, uh, whatever that is. But the special link is Keisha-Johnson-PMP with my name spelled K-E-E-S-H-A. And just mention when you um, make the connection request that you heard me on um, Melanated Conversations. And there you have it. There you go. That's there it. Go. So glad that y'all brought me on. I really enjoyed um, talking with y'all and laughing with y'all today. And I hope that we were able to bring some smiles to other people's faces today. I know it's a tough time for a lot of us right now. And we hope that by you listening to this podcast, not just this episode, really just this podcast as a whole, that you're able to kind of get your mind kind of, well, no pun intended, but kind of escape from what's going on right now and just kind of, you know, have a good time and, and, um, you know, take advantage of all the great content that Melanated Conversations is sharing with you all with their podcast and on their social media platforms. So like I said, wonderful. I can't be more prouder than these two women with what they're doing with this podcast. So um, but just want to say thank you all so much for having me on here. I, I would love anytime you need me, just you know how to get in touch with me. And I'm happy to help you any way that I can. He should just close the show for us. I was us. about to say, I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> all we got to say is Melanie on that. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love, I love it. it. Bye, man. No, no, no. no. You still play that music. The music. Listen, whoever, wherever y'all got the theme music, love it. it it's, <laughs> love it. Shout out to whoever created that. Love Mackay, that it, Mackay it's perfect. Beach. Yeah, Makai Beach. Shout Mackay out to Makai Beach. Yeah. Well, they put their foot in that. I love it. I love it. I'm like, hey, here we go now. I'm grooving. We'll put some lyrics to it. I love the theme song. Well, we appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A hundred, a million times over. Thank you for joining us today, Keisha. It was such a pleasure. Um, I enjoyed this thoroughly. I did too. Um, oh, good. Me yes. too. Yes, yes, yes. Group Thank hug. You. Group hug. Thank you for completing the circle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gotta go ahead. I, I, you know, just as I always say, thanks to our listeners who tune in and rock with us week after week after week. We we definitely couldn't do this without you, um, mm-hmm. as well as the women who give their time and their you know, that they welcome their stories to, to share and open up with the world. We appreciate each of you. We appreciate you, Keisha. You know, and the main mission of our show is to amplify um, the voices of Black women, share our powerful stories of transformation, um, sharing our lessons and celebrate our successes. And uh, I don't know about y'all, but, you know, we had a good old time. 
And oh, yeah. We're we going to continue this. Um, you're going to keep this going, keep this train moving. So just stay on board with us. You, we got more in store. Trust me, we got some more in th mm -hmm. store. We might have a few TikToks. Hey. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Melanated Combos. And Melanated Combos. And, yeah. can... and at some point, Pinterest. Uh, we, yes. are, we actually on Pinterest. We, we actually, actually are on the Pinterest page. Yes, yes. we do. No. It's Melanated yeah. Combos. Yes, at Melanated Combos. Yeah, let's give them some love there and, you know, yeah, let's do that. Don't judge our <laughs> Pinterest page, though, where you go. But we got one. Exactly. <laughs> no, but reach out to us. And if you are willing to share your story, we're here for you. We ain't got nothing but time. Nothing Email but us time. at info at Melanated Conversations. That's right. As we wrap up. As we wrap up, I just want to <laughs> say one last thing. Until then, melanate on that. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our chat today. Keep the conversation going by heading to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leaving us a review. Have a story of your own to share? Email us at info at melanatedconversations.com or connect with us on social media at Melanated Conversations. Till next time, keep raising your voice. Are you someone who's ready to get your voice out into the world? Have you been considering starting your own podcast and not sure of all the things it takes to launch your show? Well, at Levels to Lunch, they've done all the groundwork to help you turn your dreams into streams. With professional knowledge and experience in strategy, recording, editing, and presenting, they have all the resources to help you in your journey in launching your show. From the do-it-yourselfer to that time-strapped podcaster that just needs to get it done, they walk you through every step to get your show launched and ready for the world. So go ahead and take that next step and make your podcasting dreams a reality by visiting levelstolunch.com. Again, that's www.levelstolunch.com. Dot com.